I'm Kate Daniels. Pain afflicts too many of us, and searching for the relief is such a challenging journey. I trust that in hearing from Dr. Victor Romano, we'll consider some different options. Dr. Romano is an orthopedic surgeon in Oak Park, Illinois, and the author of Finding the Source, Maximizing Your Results with and Without Orthopedic Surgery. He's a board-certified orthopedic surgeon, and he is board-certified in orthopedics and sports medicine with over 25 years of experience in the field. And he joins us now to share some insights. Dr. Victor Romano, good morning. Thank you so greatly for being with us this morning. Oh, thank you, Kate. It's great being here today. Well, I am so excited because you have such a wealth of important information to share with us. What I feel a lot of it comes down to common sense, but sometimes, you know, that's really difficult to find. And this relates so directly to something that's so critical in too many of our lives, and that's pain and dealing with chronic pain. And you have been working in this field of orthopedics for all of your career, which is really bordering on, well, 25 years, right? Right. Actually, 26 years. Okay. (laughs) And the thing that's, first of all, I think really important is that you love what you do and you're so passionate about sharing it and particularly with your patients who are getting amazing results. Right. Uh, yeah, I've come up with a new way of finding things, and as I said, finding the source, and I'm finding, instead of someone comes in with shoulder pain, instead of just focusing on the shoulder, focus on the whole body and as a whole, because we're not just the shoulder. The shoulder's connected to the other things. And so I found that if you, you know, find the source of it, you're going to get people better. And that's what I've been trying to do, and I've just and changed my uh, way of doing it for the last four years, and I'm having the most fun practicing medicine that I've ever had. Uh, that, you know, before you operate on people and they get better, you know, you know, but there's people that don't, there's 80%, you know, it could be 60, 70, you know, you could, never, nothing's ever 100%, but when you go and find the source, then you can really get them better. And, and it's mostly they're like shocked and surprised at, you know, what just happened here. Um, you know, how this go away. Yes. So, yeah. So. so it is thus so amazing, but it feels as though there's a lot of common sense to it going to the source rather than just putting like the proverbial Band-Aid on right. whatever ails you. You're really finding, well, where did this come from? And that's what seems like such common sense. Well, there's a doctor, orthopedic surgeon from California is a genius that uh, sort of misunderstood, though. And he developed this. He found that people have infant reflexes that should have been gone years ago. But when they came in, they, they've had their, that reflex. And so he found that, uh, you know, if they had that reflex, then there's something to matter. And he looks to find out where that is. And so then he found, you know, he's found these. And, and he used it on all his patients. And he published it in an online pain journal that um, no, it's not peer-reviewed. It's just anybody can write to it. And so it's not referenced. And it was, um, and there's only one reference in the last, it did it 10 years ago. There's only one reference in 10 years to that article. And um, so it's not known, but a dentist picked it up. And he, he heard him talk, and he said, you know, this is a game changer. And he uses it for TMJ, people pain in their jaw. So he treats people with pain in their jaw. 
and uh, he found that they had this reflex, and um, so when he treated their paint, when they had paint drop paint, they had this reflex. And if he gave them a mouth guard or something to treat it, and that reflex didn't go away, then he had to try something different, a different mouth guard. But if that reflex went away when he gave the mouth guard, that he was on the right course. And so he just uses it for TMJ, but then I, my nephew is a dentist, and he learned it from this dentist, but then when I, he told it to me, and he said, you know, there's more than just the jaw, and there's every nerve and every part of the body has a reflex. Some he talked about, some that um, I discovered on my own, and there's, I'm sure, many that I've yet to discover. And it's just neat to find that, and then you're going to find, you know, someone with pain, you know, you're going to help them. And so that, that's how it started way back when. So... Let's use an example so people really get, uh, well, you mentioned the TMJ, but in your practice right. with orthopedics. In my practice, well, one example that they have is if you don't find the source of the pain, you're going to keep on coming back. And one, you know, I didn't take care of Derek Rose, but he was, he's not in Chicago anymore, a big basketball player that used to be in Chicago, and everybody had high hopes for him. He was so good, they kept on getting hurt. He first tore his ACL had it fixed, and then he came back, and he came back, and then tore his meniscus. He came back, you know, they fixed that. He came back, he broke his ankle, and then he had a head injury. Then he had another knee sprain, and he was always hurt. Now he's moved, they moved him, he's been transferring to New York, and so we don't worry about him anymore. <laughs> but if you don't find a source, you keep on coming back, and then you may have a pain in your right foot, you know, a torn meniscus on your uh, left knee, but you may have a pain in your right foot that, you're compensating for it. So the body's compensating for that. And so then, yeah, you're not walking all the way on your, your body's subconsciously protecting the right foot. So you have pain in your left knee or you have pain in your um, left shoulder, but you're really compensating for your back or you have carpal tunnel syndrome or the combination of both is causing your pain. So unless you find out what are the sources of the pain and you treat those individually, you're not going to get better. You just focus on one thing. And in many cases, it doesn't even require surgery. Surgery can happen, but you have also found that in some cases you can do manipulation or you can even do an injection and it takes care of that problem. Right, and that's the the neat thing. The fun thing that I've found is that you can fix people that come expecting surgery and they get better without. I mean, you know, if you break a bone, that has to be fixed. They can't manipulate that back in place or to, to hold in place. But and you have a large rotator cuff tear; it's separated. You got to be attached to your tear the ligaments. But um, a lot of times they just come in with aching pain, and the shoulder is the worst. There's no correlation between the size of a tear and the rotator cuff and the amount of pain you have. You can have a really small tear and a ton of pain, or a, ver- a big tear and very little pain. It's the other things around. So I enjoy finding the other things around. And you take care of that. And then once that's better, you know, then, okay, the, you know, then to see how bad is it. Can you live with it? If you can't live with it, then I can fix it. But then when I fix it, I know that they're going to get better. They're going to get better, you know, and you, t- cause you took care of the source and all the sources. And not just, uh, you just don't fix the one thing. Exactly. Does that make sense? Uh, absolutely. It just really has so much logic to it uh, and really saves a lot of pain and aggravation and frustration. Uh, yes, I love it. I think this is so incredible. Now, you're 
way over in Illinois, Chicago, you know, you're not close to us. But I think some of what you share, we can, of course, glean from your book. And then um, and then what do you suggest we do? Well, when I go over my book, is just, you know, a little bit how I came into it. But then I go over each section. And there's three sections that contribute to pain. And one is the nerves. When the nerves are irritated and part of the body, it causes pain. And the nerves over a joint. If the joint, actually, if the joint is out of alignment, it irritates the nerve and it causes pain. So you look at that. You look at the uh, the back and the breathing. It's just, it's just unheard of. There's nothing in the literature that talks about breathing and pain. And if you have obstructed breathing, you know, deviated septum, blocked sinuses from allergies, um, there is going to be a corresponding weakness that no one talks about, but it's actually there. And the third thing, if your pelvis is out of alignment and you're just tight on one side, that's going to throw things off. And so I have like a chapter each on those three topics that talk about um, how to find those things that are wrong. But um, what I, the neat thing is that how to correct it. So the one doctor that talked how to find it but over the last four years, I've come on ways to how to correct it. And it's more of a stretching technique. And so, you know, they call it manipulation, but I take care of a lot of high school athletes. And, you know, you really shouldn't be manipulating them without their parents' permission. And so I learned ways that they can just do it themselves and do self-manipulation you know, or stretching techniques. And so that's what we, we go on um, in my book, it talks about different stretching that you can do for your legs, your arms, your back, and um, and fixing your breathing, you know, your obstructive breathing with breathe right strips or, na- or um, uh, flow nace, you know, some uh, saline rinses to keep the sinuses open, and um, uh, you know, so you can reverse the problems and then help solve it. And so that, you know, it's in the book and also I have on my website um, different um, uh, uh, you know, videos of different stretches that people can do and um, and it just, it makes a difference. We, we do a um, our, our high school football team, I've been doing it for the last three years now and um we have them all do stretching, and we haven't really had any serious injuries in the last few years. We've had, you know, four, uh, two years ago we had four games missed by two players. One guy, someone fell on his ankle. The other one had a concussion. And then last year we had just only injuries. We had just three concussions, and they missed a total of four games. Uh, before that, they missed, you know, a lot of games. And, and you know, um, and then we do it actually at the um, a major university uh, does the program where they fit it and they fit it for mouth guards that fit in that, that collects their balance. And they went from 110 games missed uh, before we did this to 40 games missed total the first year to 27 games missed this year or last year. And hopefully this year we can. Uh, uh, you know, do a lot better. Well, you mentioned working with teams and having them do stretching. So if it's having such success it, for athletes, obviously we can translate it to any of us just in our normal life. We we can have these little trips and falls and wrenches. So doing stretching 
could become a, a daily habit, wouldn't you say, for each of us? Yes, I think it should. And it's, uh, we just do it. And it's very simple. It takes less than two minutes to do. And, um, you know, so, you know, some of the simplest stretches you have, I mean, it's not simple, but just stretching the back of your foot. And, well, there's two things, stretching the back of your foot and avoiding flexing your foot. You know, stretching your foot against the wall I found to be bad. Not for everybody, but for the ones that have the problem, it recur- makes it recur. So, um, you know, just show them how to just stretch your foot on the back of a chair. And the other one that's most common I see is more common one is people with carpal tunnel syndrome, and they have some they have it don't even realize it, and um, but they have it from pushing doing push-ups or pushing down on your hand, that can throw it off. And so now, at our high school team, they don't do push-ups on their hands; they do them on their fists to keep the wrist straight, or they do it on their fingertips, or you could do it on the heel of your hand. But don't push down on your hands; that throws it off. And so those just two. Two simple things can help people, and it's just—it's amazing. And people don't realize it because these are young athletes. They're—they're they're in great shape, and they have you know great compensation skills, but they still have some slight imbalance. And when they're going, you know, daily things, you're not going to notice. But if you're doing something full speed, um, you know, they may hurt themselves. And even looking at something is a way I test them. Is I have them stand still and rigid, and I try to push them off balance, and, you know, and then these are big guys, and I'm only 150 pounds, and uh, so there's no way that I'm going to be able to push them over, but then I have them close their eyes, and then they lose their balance, and then they say, oh, you know, well, we don't play football with our eyes closed. It's okay, <laughs> that's fair. Okay, then I say, then they hold them balance, and it's real rigid. They said, don't close your eyes, but stare in my jacket. I wear a dark jacket. I wear dark clothes to test people. So just staring in my dark jacket, it's like closing your eyes, and they lose their balance. And they're playing teams with dark jerseys all the time. And so you see how that, there's no way that I should be able to pull them, push them off balance. There's some sort of a problem that have that infant reflex there that they when the lights go off, you, you know, when we're infants, the lights go off, we go to sleep. Mm-hmm. You outgrow that, but if you have the nerve problem, the lights go off, or if you look at something dark, you lose your strength and you lose your balance. But I can demonstrate that to these athletes. They're like shocked, and they want to know, you know, how can I fix this? And I just show them the simple stretching techniques and fix it, you know, and they're all on board. And it takes two seconds to do, you know, a few seconds to do, and, and we do it on the football team. You know, every year I meet with the team, and I pick the biggest guys, you know, the ones, the freshmen that don't know it, anything that they haven't seen me do it before, and they show I can throw them off balance, and they're, you know, they're shocked. And so um, when I show how they can fix it, they're, they're, they're believers, and they do it, and I think we have, we have less injuries because of it. Right. So you mentioned that we can find the exercises, the videos of them on your website, so let's mention your website. Okay, I have two. One is drvictorromano.com, D-R, Victor Romano. And uh, that talks about my book and has a lot of the videos on that. And also my practice website is romanomd.com. It has also some things and links to the book and um, some of the stretches and uh, some of the blogs uh, that we write about and talk about. And uh, yeah, I talk about stretching and, and I said the breathing is important. And also diet is important, too. 
you know, people come to me all the time with arthritis in their legs and they want a shot of cortisone to stop the inflammation and they want, you know, anti-inflammatory medication. But if you eat an inflammatory diet, you know, with sugars and processed foods and the wheats can really, you know, the breads can cause a lot of inflammation. If you eat a meal with a lot of, you know, that causes a lot of inflammation, you know, that's going to aggravate it all. And so if you just watch your diet and just, you know, eat an anti-inflammatory diet with less inflammation, you better be able to take less less medicine and have less pain. Yes. So there we are, back to that logic. Things that we certainly hear a lot about, we need to then incorporate them if we haven't done so already. That Some of those real fundamental parts of our life, the food, the nutrition, uh, is obviously so key to how our body's going to function. Right, exactly. And, and it's just that um, um, and people are a little bit... You know, Taken back when I, when, I, when, I, when I first talked when I talked to them about it, and I just don't go right into operating on them. And that, uh, uh, the, you know, I had one of my patients say, "I came to you because I heard you don't like to operate." And I said, "Well, no, I'm a surgeon. I like to operate, but only when I have to. I got to have to do it. That I don't have to do it. You know, and I had a lot more fun trying to see if I can help them without surgery." Sure. I mean, it's it's great to have that proverbial full tool chest, but if you if you don't have to go to that extent of surgery, we should all be excited to be able to do some of these natural steps in our lives. Oh, right, right, and it's not going to hurt you, <laughs> and it, uh, and so it's just it, it's just something simple, you know. Something people, um, you know, sometimes they they're just like, no, it can't be this simple. It's okay, that's fine. Um, just try it and come back. It doesn't work well after it. And then a lot of times they come back and go, wow. <laughs> it's working, right? Yeah, right. Yes. Right. I still operate. I mean, but it's not, you know, you still need to do it. Right? You need the whole tool chest. And I like to cut it and I have it. And I always build it. And the neat thing, too, is I'm still learning. There's still these, uh, these things that I find. I know something's off in it. But it's nothing that I found before, and then I find it, and it's cool that you found it, and uh, you can really help someone. And so it's, it's nice that I'm still looking and learning new things. And that's the exciting part of it, is to be constantly searching. I mean, that really puts you, I feel, like at the cutting edge. And not only that, but you have your family involved, too. They, your, your kids have obviously uh, gotten that bug as well. Well, yeah, thank you. My, my daughter, I'm just very proud of my oldest daughter, just um, finished her fellowship in uh, orthopedic foot and ankle. So, and so she just moved in uh, uh, this week. And so she was supposed to start in September, but she said, Dad, is it okay if I start in December? I, said, yeah, I thought she was going to go to Europe for something, but she's having her baby number two first. So, uh-huh. yes. So she's going to have a baby, and then she's going to come and join me. And then my son is in uh, residency, and his goal is to be an orthopedic surgeon, too, and join our practice. And so that would be about six or seven years before he joins me, and I sh- hopefully I should be able to uh, hang on, God willing. And so be uh, the three of us, and plus we have one partner that joined us last year, and hopefully we'll get this growing and bigger and uh um, and it's all in our hometown, my own hometown in uh, Oak Park, a suburb of Chicago, which 
is close to home and and it's very practice. It's a lot of fun. Which is marvelous. I think there's so many lessons within that personal story of yours that, you know, we can all learn from. And certainly, I think that you've had the time then to work on writing this book, which is, again, this really great source of information that when we are scattered, you know, halfway across the country from you, we can resort to that to get information and really use some of these techniques without having, you know, to go to any kind of extremes. We can do this naturally on our own. Right, and it's simple. And so I just, you know, I felt like I'm sitting on something that's really powerful that, and so I had to get out and tell it. And uh, getting the word out is a little bit confusing. I, I mean, it's just different than everything else. And some of my colleagues didn't see it. And I presented a paper at our academy meeting that you stretch the left hip and it improves the range of motion of the right shoulder. And the biggest, only question they had to me is why? And I said, I don't know why, but it just does. Everything's connected. Try it. And I proved that it worked. And so, you know, to get people to buy into it. And so, of course, it was not surgery. It's at our academy meeting and presented it. And there's thousands of talks going on. And in our room, there was 20 talks talking about the shoulder. And mine was the only talk that talked about non-surgical techniques. And so, you know, they're all there to learn surgery. And so it wasn't, like, in, in embraced by, you know, they said, oh, yeah, that's interesting, but uh, how do I operate? <laughs> that's, uh, it feels rather like tunnel vision, doesn't it? It's like, if I... Oh, yeah, I, mean, I, was, listening to, I was listening to those 20 talks, 19 other talks in the session, and all of them, I think that, you know, they said, oh, yeah, I got, you know, 70% better, or this got better, and, you know, some don't get better, but not lot do. I say, yes, because you're missing the other stuff. You're missing, you know, the people with the other stuff that they should be doing. And so it's harder for me to sit quiet and do that. But uh, so hopefully, you know, we're working on some projects so we get our colleagues, you know, scientific papers so that get them on board with it. Well, maybe as your your practice is growing with the family joining, that there's just that kind of momentum and added patients that come in to add to that long list of successes. <laughs> Right, and that's what I'm hoping for. So I just do so like, like helping people, and that's why I became a doctor. And so I just need to be able to do that and doing something a little bit different that uh, and simple that uh, they can help people, and then they can just do on their own and don't really require a doctor. And people, this can't be stressed sufficiently how joyous they are. Reading these stories from your book, from finding the source, that they're in tears of joy because the right. pain is gone so quickly. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of them to surprise. I had a guy yesterday come in who was six weeks. He kept his show, um, you know, by his side for six weeks. He, he couldn't move it. And then he had carpal tunnel. He had a back problem and a boot. And I just fixed that. He was a little apprehensive, and then I fixed all that, and then he goes and lifts his arm over his, his head and lifts it, and he's moving around, which he hasn't done in six weeks. Yeah, but it's still sore. So, but you want a miracle? <laughs> you, know, you haven't used it in six weeks, but now you're just using it. So, yeah, it's going to be sore because you haven't done it in six weeks. Let's do some therapy now, and you're going to get better. Right. And uh, um, so it's just sort of cool. It was, it was, that was, I had fun doing that because it was just, he couldn't move it, and he was shocked that just that little bit 
Did you mind it perfect? And I said, well, it takes a little time. I'm not, I'm not a magician. I'm like, thank God. It's just, it's just find a natural source and you're going to get better. Right. So that in, first major pain relief happens. But yes, as you say, it, it takes time to kind of get uh, the arms atrophied if we haven't been using it. Right. So yeah, it makes sense that there would be that kind of pain. Right. But that so goes you away. You have inflammation. You have inflammation, and you know, so that that takes time to get down too. But the source is now gone, yes. so that inflammation will go down. So you're not going. It's not instant relief that everything is total gone. But once the source is gone, then everything else is going to heal. And I said, I don't heal anybody. The body does, you know. And that, uh, um, that if you find the source and correct it, you know, that allows the body to heal itself. We're meant to. The body is meant to heal itself. That's what you know. It's an incredible machine. Yeah, it, it, it works. Yes, and that's what we get out of this succinct, really, a small book that just has so much power and information within it. Finding the source, as you said, Dr. Romano, we can find it on your website, and I think probably at any of our favorite book sources as well. Correct? Right, and it's on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Just so go. That's the easiest way to get it. That's great. Then, so find your bookstore, find your online store, and pick it up that way. And really, we'll be so encouraged because probably one of the major conditions in our country is that people are in pain, chronic pain, so much of the time. And this could be the beginning of the end of that because we'll find the source of it. Right. 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 So some simple things, you mentioned nutrition, stretching exercises that are very simple but done consistently uh, are going to be a major, major kind of healing tool in our life, right? Right, right. So I have like a quick video that's on my website that they can go in and just do the exercises. And just, you know, and, and a lot of people don't need every single stretch, but they take a few seconds. And so why not? Just, Just do it. Yes. And then if you have a problem, it's going to correct it. If it doesn't, you wasted a few seconds. And yes. Then, and then and the other thing is just getting the core strength. I want you to get it strength. And then you got to work on the core. You know, sit-ups, planks, leg lifts. Working on the core also is a key thing, too. And this would be true. We were talking about athletes. We were talking about older folks with arthritis. This applies to all of us, doesn't it? Exactly. And it's the... the Older folks, I think the two people that benefit the most are the athletes and the older folks because the older folks can't compensate for the problems as well as you could when you were in 20. And so they have, they're more falling. And plus they have the osteoporosis and they're breaking it. And so that's why they stress your diet and getting your calcium and vitamin D to build up your bones. And to build up your bones, that's also um, weight strength exercises by, you know, the best type of exercise is, you know, is strength, you know, with either weights. So it doesn't have to be your, uh, dumbbells, but you can use your body weight for exercises. I think you need to do some weights. You need to do some endurance exercises to, you know, just, uh, uh, you know, on a bike or a treadmill or um, elliptical. You know, if, you're, if your knees bother you, instead of um, going on a, you know, a treadmill, you try a bike or an elliptical. And one of the things I also tell people is just listen to your body. You know, if you're pain, if you have a pain in your knee, 
from running and you keep on running and it's going to get swollen and more painful afterwards, then no, that's not the right thing to do. You got to do something that doesn't hurt. It's important to exercise. People um, don't understand if they hurt, they don't exercise. And the people that don't exercise have more pain. And so you got to exercise and you got to do the right things to exercise and keep the muscles around it strong. And I said the core strong because I tell people that the trunk has to be stable in order to support the limbs. And if you have a weak core, then your limbs are going to be off and, you know, and problems. And so, um, you know, so exercise is important and is even you got to find a way to do it. And sometimes if you said it hurts the exercise, you can't do it, then we'll give you this specialist. You go to the specialist, the therapist, who will find the right things to do that you can do and make sure you're doing it right and not hurting yourself when you're doing it. It's the worst thing to do is just be tough and just plow through it and just, you know, and then be in worse pain afterwards. Yes. Makes sense? Totally. This all makes such great sense. I am just so thrilled that you have been doing this work and that you've written a book that is a, a great resource for us, Finding the Source, and especially for taking this time with us this morning, Dr. Romano. It's been so enlightening. I appreciate you and your work. Thank you greatly. Okay, thank you very much. I enjoyed it very much.